Hi there. I'm Veronica Wilhelm, an organizational development consultant and executive coach in Seattle, Washington. And I'm here to tell you how to have the best day ever at work. Okay. Hello. So I just got back from getting a COVID booster and my flu shot. And while I was getting my COVID booster, the craziest thing happened. Someone, the person who was giving me the booster hit a nerve in my arm. It's so bizarre. And I felt a little like twinge go through my arm and my arm like jumped, which is very weird to have limbs on your body, just doing things without you managing it. Um, And then she was like, oh, I hit a nerve. And I was like, do you? Oh, you like literally hit a nerve. And she was like, Oh yeah. Mm -hmm." She's like, it might hurt a little bit more. And then part of my fingers went numb, which I don't think is good. And I was like, Oh, I can't feel my fingers. And she was like, okay, well that should go away in a little bit. So still parts of my fingers are numb. Um, and she's like, you will be a little uncomfortable. (laughs) I just wanted to be like, how part of me is numb. Maybe I won't be uncomfortable, but I'm going to take some ibuprofen and tough it out and hopefully get some feeling back in my fingers. Question mark wild times, the things we do for health and science, you know? Okay. So today, 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 this is the episode that should be coming out around Valentine's day. And I freaking love Valentine's day because I freaking love love. Um, and, and so I wanted to talk a little bit about love in the workplace. Now, if you know me personally, which like a surprising number of you do, um, I think you might know that my story of my relationship with my husband, my late husband, Andy, started as a workplace romance. We met when I was an intern and he was an employee at um, a theater here in Seattle. And we <laughs> we ended up at a friend's birthday party where we were the only people who knew each other. And so we ended up spending most of the night talking to each other. We ended up at IHOP at four o'clock in the morning with some friends. Um, there was some crazy shenanigans that happened. And then we kind of started sniffing around each other. And it was really cute because at the time we were doing contract negotiations and I was um, <laughs> the most junior member of the team that represented the management and he was the most senior person in his union. He was the president of his union at the time. So we were on opposite sides of the negotiating table and he had all the power and I had none of the power. And so we would occasionally touch base. Um, I was an intern at the time, so I was learning a lot too. And so I would ask him like, why did you say this? Or how did you start with that? Or that sort of thing. And that sort of connection and also a mutual connection over my boss at the time um, the woman who was my direct supervisor, she was going through a rough patch. Um, and, you know, I think anyone who watched it would say, would say she took it out on me a little bit. Um, and so sometimes it would be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she did this thing. Like, And he would be like, yep, that was bonkers. What just happened? Which is so helpful to have someone just to have been a witness and to say like, oh, I saw that thing that happened. So he became that for me. He became a teacher and a mentor and a confidant. And we found ourselves like a month after this friend's birthday party at another friend's birthday party. We were sitting on a couch together and um, we're going to keep things G. Um, We did a lot of snuggling. It was very fun. And then that night as I was leaving, he was like, he handed me his phone number and I still have the, the post-it that his phone number, that he wrote his phone number on, which is really cute. And then we started up this very 
casual sort of you know, relationship. I spent most nights at his house. He would come to my place occasionally. Our work hours were very different. Um, I usually worked nine to five, nine to six, and then occasionally sat in on tech rehearsals. He tended to work um, like afternoon through evening because he was the one running the shows. And then sometimes we would overlap, but we had this, you know, lovely relationship where sometimes during the day I would go down to his workspace and just have some like quiet time to sort of reflect on what I was observing and what I was learning. And I honestly think that a lot of that where he let me talk to him about it, get his counsel, get his perspective. I think that's in part how I started in organizational development was because I was looking at our workplace and saying, gosh, I really don't think it should be this hard. I don't think it should be this uncomfortable. I don't think it should be this toxic. And he was like, oh yeah, there are parts of this organization that aren't toxic. And me and my my team were not toxic. And it was kind of the beginning of me observing what makes some places better and what made some places worse and what were the f- things that were in common with the things that were better. So we dated in secret for, what was it, like six weeks? And then my internship was over. And so then we went public. And I'll tell you very quickly, we were dating for about, I don't know, three weeks when we said, I love you. We'd been dating for about four weeks when we decided to move in together. And so when my internship was done, we moved in together. And so by the time we'd been together for two months, we were living together and we, you know, had a lovely life together. We got married four years after we started dating. We had a baby together. We just had the most beautiful relationship. We got to have 10 and a half years together before he died. So I tell you this story because I kind of want to normalize and bring to the light some stuff about policies on relationships in the workplace. So when we had started dating, the HR director at the time apparently was very anti-relationships in the workplace, which in theater is kind of challenging because you spend a lot of time at the theater. Like normal days sometimes are 16 hours long. Um <laughs> I'm, uh, there's one theater that I worked at where my average work day was 12 hours long and I didn't get overtime. And part of me wants to file LNI claims about that, but I'm not going to because I'm tired, I guess. Anyways, so this HR director was against workplace relationships, which is a pretty standard kind of approach in corporate cultures. And this is because we want to avoid conflict of interest and power differentials, which absolutely makes sense. If you are an employee dating your boss, if you're a boss dating your employee, like, stop or proceed carefully or don't just it's not a great idea because one of you inherently has power over the other and that's what corporate policies are trying to avoid but also my god what a way to start a relationship where someone has power over the other now the thing with Andy and I was he had all the power when it came to union negotiations and I had none but that's because I was there to learn And we didn't necessarily work together on that kind of stuff because, again, I was an intern. I had no power. So it kind of worked out for us. He wasn't my boss. I didn't have any bearing on his life, really. So our sort of power differential that we had was like not really a thing because neither of us were exerting power or had the ability to exert power over the other. We did have a perceived conflict of interest because since I was part of this, the management team, you know, as an observer, as someone who's trying to get an education, um, I was privy to a lot of what would be considered like, you know, secret information 
there was there were a few things that got leaked to the press before they had been figured out internally. And there were some folks who were like, oh, did Veronica leak that? Did, was Is Veronica and Andy's pillow talk about these secret things that we have? And the answer is no, no, no. I, uh, if you honestly think early relationships are all about exchanging corporate secrets, like, I'm sorry. And also the selection of a show that's happening, not that big of a deal, not worth that. So anyways, that was like the conflict of interest that was perceived around that. I know Andy had to deal with some political fallout within his union because there was a perception that they were, he was getting kickbacks because anyways, it was wild. It was a wild time. Ultimately, at the end of the day, like I was an intern. He actually had power in his in his organization and I didn't have anything. We just liked each other and liked cuddling together. That explains why there are some policies on relationships that try to curtail relationships in the workplace, right? We're trying to not have conflicts of interest, trying not to have major power differentials where one person can exert power over the other. Now, ultimately, though, you want a workplace where people can have intimacy and build relationships. If relationships bloom out of your workplace, that's a success. That means you've created a safe space for connection. I say that just to say, I don't know if a blanket ban on workplace relationships is a great idea. I think that a lot of people in the United States put emphasis on their uh, work as part of their identity, as part of their value, as part of their worth. I think that some people get great fulfillment out of it. And I don't think that's a problem necessarily. I think there's a point where it can become pathologized. But for the most part, like I think it's okay if you like the work that you do. If you like the work that you do, part of your identity is around the work that you do. And you happen to have a relationship that is close and intimate that blooms out of that it seems okay to me. It seems like it speaks to the kind of environment that can be created where people can have that kind of connection. So when it comes to love in the workplace, we're really looking to make sure that there's not a conflict of interest situation, not a major power differential. But ultimately, if relationships come out of the workplace, then it really is a sign that you've created a safe environment for people to connect, to have intimate relationships, to care about each other. in. And to me, that's nothing if not a win. I hope you have a happy Valentine's Day. I'm going to be celebrating with my son and my boyfriend. And I don't know what we're going to do. Kiddo's going to get to bring some Valentine's into class. I think we might go see a movie or something. I'm a big fan of doing stuff like the day after Valentine's Day because Valentine's Day itself is so wild. So I'd be curious to hear what your plans are. And if you have a workplace that has some sort of policy on relationships? Do you have to sign a policy disclosure form a la Dunder Mifflin on the office? Is it something that is a norm that you don't really do? Or is it something that's kind of commonplace for for your work? Anyways, happy Valentine's Day. So glad you could join me today. Share this episode with someone who you think needs to hear it. Follow me on Instagram at Veronica and sign up for my newsletter at wilhelmconsulting.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to this here podcast. I look forward to being with you again soon.